In this morning's Tech Byte, Apple Pay arrives in South Africa, Apple's independent repair service goes global, and Sony is shutting down some digital stores. Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you may have missed. Apple Pay is a great little service that has managed to dodge South Africa for years. While you might receive a shipment of every new iPhone, our little southern country has been locked out of some of the company's better services, thanks to a few different reasons. First and foremost, that many of our banks don't actually support Apple Pay. Yet that doesn't appear to be the case for some, as a select range of banks will now support Apple's payment app. And it's about damn time if you ask us. If you're unsure about what Apple Pay is, it's essentially an app that allows users to turn their device into a payment method. Users can log their card details into the app and efficiently make payments through online marketplaces or physical stores that support the service. You can make contactless, secure purchases and stores in apps and on the web. And you can send and receive money from friends and family right in messages. It's a safe way to pay and even simpler than using your physical card, reads the description on Apple's official site. We caught wind of Apple Pay's launch following a tweet from Alessandro Barbosa, a software engineer who developed the front-end version of the app for Discovery Bank. Apple Pay will be supported by APSA, Nedbank, and obviously Discovery Bank. While the app will finally be inducted into a bunch of banks around the country, it remains to be seen how many outlets will support the feature. But one has to assume, given the rise in popularity of contactless payment, that users probably won't be starved for opportunities to use Apple Pay. While members of Discovery Bank, Nedbank, and ABSA are no doubt pleased with the prospect of Apple Pay, it seems like several other South African banks have not been involved just yet. In the staff offices, we attempted to load FMB and Standard Bank details into Apple Pay, only to have them rejected. It's no secret that getting your phone repaired is a far too frequent necessity for us clumsy types, and it can be a monumental pain. Apple products in particular require that you go to Apple sources explicitly for specific parts and all that jazz, and it usually ends up being rather expensive. This is a major pain if neither option is near your area. Apple's aiming to fix that problem for a fair few folk announcing expansion plans for its independent repair provider program globally. As the name implies, the program kits out and supports independent repair sources, offering them direct and reliable access to genuine parts, tools, diagnostics, and even training. All of this has, till now, only been available in the United States, Canada, and Europe, but will later this week be made available to interested parties in a slew of other countries, including Afghanistan, India, Malaysia, and of course, South Africa. A full list is available in the official announcement, along with an even longer list of countries the company plans to extend the reach of its offering to later this year, from Albania all the way down to Zimbabwe. The program is available to independent repair providers totally gratis, as long as they meet the criteria for it. Providers need to commit to having an Apple-certified technician to perform the repairs. So you or someone on your team needs to be certified as an Apple repair provider before Apple's willing to do business. The process is free and simple, apparently, and those who complete it will subsequently be able to purchase official tools and parts from the tech giant, as well as take advantage of their pro bono repair training services mentioned earlier. In news that will likely have retro gamers wailing and gnashing their teeth, Sony has announced it is closing down the digital stores for the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP. So if you own one of these platforms and you feel there are some games remaining outside your library, you now have a limited time to pick them up. Once these stores close, they're closed for good. This rather bad news comes via Sony's official blog, in which it states that the digital stores for the PS3 and PSP consoles will close on the 2nd of July this year. Vita owners will have a little more time. Their shop closes its digital doors on the 27th of August. Essentially, the meat of the matter is that players won't be able to purchase digital content for the aforementioned consoles, which includes videos, 
games, and in-game purchases such as DLC. You also won't be able to redeem wallet fund vouchers on those console platforms. However, if you already own a game on that platform, you'll be able to download it again. You'll also be able to access video and media content you've already bought, and you'll be able to download and play games that you picked up through your PlayStation Plus membership, provided you keep paying for it. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte. We'll be back tomorrow morning with all the tech news you may have missed. (laughs) 